God uses prophets to share his secrets, to share his plans. That's at least what it says in the Bible, that he used prophets of old to declare the things that he was going to do or the things he was working on doing, or sometimes even just to declare who he's placed in a position. Well, is it true, because prophets still exist, that he could still be speaking to us the purposes and plans that he has for today? Well, I believe that's so true. My guest is John Natale of John Natale Ministries. And John, he has such a powerful word to share because God has been really dealing with him about this election and what God has prepared for our country. So I would like to welcome John Natale to our show. Welcome, John. Thank you so much for coming on Touch by Prayer. Thank you. It's awesome to be here. Well, we love having you. You've been on the show. And every time you've come on, the, the, the words that have come out have been so powerful. And in fact, I think the last time that you were on, I, I actually became quiet, which is so shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's been so much stuff. There's been so much stuff that's happening right now. So there's like, there's riots, there's, there's picketing, there's, there's all kinds of protesting. There's lots of chaos. And, and so... God's just kind of sitting back, and I know he has something up the sleeve. So have do you have something that you'd like to share? Well, um, Lisa, you know, what's been on my heart lately is um, that this whole election has been the body of Christ and um, how the body of Christ has been responding to, uh, to the, the, over the last 12 months of what we've watched, um, and obviously— uh, November 8th, um, but the Lord was speaking to me um, significantly about unity and uh, and how the body of Christ needs to be hearing the same voice, and uh, that was much uh, the, the, the deepest um, element that God was speaking to me about how the body of Christ is, is hearing, how the discerning, and what's about to take place, because this isn't something... Uh, that should be not well, come on god you've already fired up already thank you god um the holy spirit speaking to his kids and to his children when when something comes in place this should not surprise us it surprises a believer if they do not hear the the voice of the lord properly yes i i definitely agree with that and and there were so many voices i mean um there were very very you know, outspoken, famous voices who were who were sharing some of the stuff. But then there were other people who I believe is like the remnant coming up to start speaking. And I think these are going to be voices such as yourself that are going mm-hmm. to speak to a new generation and is going to start to um, start to, un- what do I put it, um, to unfold the plans that God has. Right. That's correct. Okay. And, you know, it's, Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I when, when just going back to what you were saying about like the division, is, isn't there something um, where they were talking? And I think it was in Revelations where they were talking about the different churches, and mm-hmm. because that was something that the Lord's kind of been talking to me about. So can you kind of explain what that kind of looks like in today? Well, how the today is um, as the Lord you know, speaks, you know, in the last days. The last days, you know, I, I was sharing this the other night. They'll call it evil, good, good evil. You know, it also talks about how uh, do not be deceived. You know, even my elect shall be deceived, right? And um, how he, he talks about the churches and how he warns the churches and how some churches are, you know, are hearing it. Some some churches are doing it. Some they're not hearing it and they're just doing it. That's a perfect example, uh, Lisa, of disunity. And it's amazing because Paul speaks on it. Uh, very clearly in the Word of God about unity. You know, we, we know this passage, you know, and it says, if my people are in unity, what, their numbers grow daily. You know, they lack nothing. They share all possessions. But here, the key, there's this one great key to the body of Christ. We can't experience an awakening. We can't experience a move of God. Um, we can't be who, we can't be who we, who God has called us to be unless we have ears to hear. And I just see, but we have to have ears to hear the Holy Spirit speaking. And the thing about it is, is that, you know, the, 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 the Spirit-filled body of Christ needs to be hearing the same voice. It's a very simple thing. 
And unfortunately, present day is the, the body. It, it's so evident of what's taken place um, just in the last, now it's been about two weeks. It was two weeks ago today, right, November 8th. The, 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 the church, the American church, has exposed herself in such a degree that she has revealed how actually fragmented she is. And I believe that um, what has taken place over the course of the last year, now over the course of the last two weeks, the Lord is in the rebuilding stage of what's going to come. But, but you see, the thing is, you know what, Lisa, you know, you... You get a house, you get a brand new pool, you know, and you have that house and you use that pool. And eventually, you know, there's sediment and stuff that, you know, that goes to the bottom of the pool and you got to clean out and it comes to the top, right? That's where we are right now. Everything is getting cleaned and everything is getting removed to prepare for a brand new season of absolute, um, a surge of blessing, prosperity, opportunity like we've never seen before. I completely agree with that because, and I, I think that a lot of people have been experiencing this, this excitement. There, <laughs> there's such an excitement that, that I've, I've been seeing on Facebook, but like I've also been feeling internally. In fact, I, and I, and I hate to, um, <laughs> well, I'm just going to say it at, at the day after the election. Like the day after the election, there was such an excitement in my spirit and other people felt it. They knew that something shifted, something switched. Right. And it's an anticipation. It's about like this anticipation that God is about to do something. And that's, I think, like it, that's what's really, I think it's pushing a lot more believers into like really pressing it, really praying, really making sure, Lord, yes, let's get this done. So how do we do that? We're going to pray and we're going to believe that this is the turn. This is the the change that we've all been crying out for for so many years. Well, you know what? We have been crying out for uh, a great move of God in our nation. We cry out for God, you know, to... To, you know, awaken our people, you know, awaken our church and send a revival in our nation, you know, and what does the Word of God say? It Doesn't judgment start in the house of God first? He's got to shake us to the core first, and let me tell you something, what's transpired, you know, in the last two weeks, and what transpired on November 8th shook the church to the core, because let me tell you what it really did. It exposed the character and the depth of their belief system and the depth of how well they hear God. That's what it exposed in the church. Well, it exposed the, 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 the transparency of the heart. I mean, isn't it true? Because I, I, I read now, there's been stuff on Facebook that, and they say that you can't believe everything because people have been putting out false like uh, headlines and stuff to get people to buy into lies. Um, but, but I think this was true, that, that there were some news organizations who found out that there were a lot of prophets who were predicting and saying that Trump was going to be president, and they, they actually started to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is like the you know secular or the media saying, wait a second, wait a second, they knew something. Because everybody, they, they, they had fireworks. They had fireworks planned for, for, for Hillary Clinton. They did. But see, but, but God, God said no. Because his children, if my people who, who are called by my name will, will turn from their wicked ways, will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways and seek my face, then I will heal their land, right? And so That's all right. of the, the, the church, the body, a lot of them anyway, they they started to do that. They started to pray. They started to pray in the change. Now, I'm not saying it, it's not a person, but it's a movement. And it's a, it's a very, right. very strong movement. I'm completely convinced of it. Many people have asked me, how has this taken place? You know, and how, you know, why has this taken place? And I'm convinced that, this has taken place because the body of Christ has prayed. Because let me tell you, the Lord doesn't just save on his own. That's why he's given us a free will. It's an amazing gift. But you see, when people pray, as Second Chronicles seven fourteen comes about, and humble themselves, I believe believers prayed. I do believe that finally um, the Lord turned, you know, and he responded, you know, on our behalf 
in a way that, you know, you go back to the Old Testament, you say Israel, you know, they wanted a king so bad, and they got what they wanted, and it wasn't the best interest. But now here we have a scenario where, where American people are crying out for justice, and they're crying out for an awakening, they're crying out for change. And you know what? And I believe that um, the tipping scale tipped, you know, into into that place where the body of Christ was crying out. You know, people say, well, you know, there's God, you know, you know, how many people prayed and, you know, who does God answer? That's not the point. The point of the matter is, is when we're in a line with his will, what you can see is there's fruit that remains. And that's the how you, that's the barometer. And you see, and, and it's very, very cool to just see how this all transpired because the Lord spoke to me this, you know, months ago about this. And I mean, there, I have written so many, I was taking notes tonight. I was, I had written so many prophecies and uh, words regarding this, uh, this election and, and Trump. And, um, I, I was, I shared a word, um, to the body of Christ, uh, I can't remember. I think it was in um, uh, it was either it was in February or March, and of how you know the 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 sound you would hear the sound, um, you know, and it said, in the, and the Lord told me that the trump shall sound it, and all shall hear it. And this was in February. But the thing is, Lisa, it's it's the body of Christ finally coming together to hear the same voice and the response. You know what I believe? I do believe that there was a lot of people, a lot of believers that wanted to vote in the opposite direction, but I believe the Holy Spirit invaded it. I believe not just, not like sabotaging it, but I felt that in my spirit that people were actually going to vote, and when they did vote, you know, that they, that their, their heart just melted, you know, before the Lord, and all of a sudden wisdom turned on, and that's the work the Lord was doing here for this. For the, for the balance of this year going into 2017, his wisdom turned on. It wasn't about them anymore. It was about was it for the best interest of our nation. Well, I just got my confirmation because I said the same thing yesterday. I said mm -hmm. exactly the same thing. I said that they went into the booth with the, with the belief that they were going to that they were actually going to vote for someone else. And then they actually got into the booth and they pulled back that curtain that the, that something rose up inside them and said that they just couldn't do it and they voted for Trump. That's what I truly believe. And oh, so I'm for you to say, <laughs> and so for you to say that, I'm like, oh, I got my confirmation. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's really cool because, you know, um, in December, um, I had a dream and, uh, I was in a, uh, um, a looked like a conference center, and I was in the uh, the, the front office or the the foyer, um, coming in from I guess outside, and I was these double wide glass doors, and I walked in and I saw this um, feet. It had to be eight feet, the angel, but the Lord wouldn't let me see the angel's face, and he was walking all alongside Donald Trump, and Donald Trump was tall too, and much taller than he is. I walked right up to him, and I said to him, are you prepared to be president of the United States? And he looked at me, and he, he gave me that grin, um, and he nodded his head yes. And I looked at him again, and I said the same exact thing. And I said, are you prepared to be president of the United States? And he looked at me and smiled, and he walked away. And um, um, that was just the beginning. I had, a, I had a dream with him 15 years ago where I was sitting in his office um, talking to him. About him funding the kingdom uh, and how God was going to actually use him. And uh, at that time, you know, you look at it, how is he going to fund the kingdom? It's not financial, you know. Um, and now you can see it. It's not financial. He's going to fund the kingdom with his pen. Yes. Um, and putting laws in place. Yes. Okay. So, you see, God, what God did with this man, and this is, let me, this is the word I wanted to share with you, that what he carries. All right, he caller he caller he, he carries the, the the spiritual attributes of of Solomon, oh. and Solomon asked for wisdom. He didn't ask for wealth. You see, because you see, Donald already Donald Trump already knew wealth, but now he's in a position. It's not about wealth. All right, it's about kingdom resources for and 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 
prosperity, not just in finances, but for the overall common good for mankind and our nation. And God is changing, he's changed him and prepared him for such a time as this, where as it was, as when, when Solomon was asking, you know, when, when the Lord spoke, he said, you haven't asked for riches and wealth, and you've asked for wisdom, I'm, I'm going to bust open, you know, so much blessing on you that people are going to get blown out of the water. And it began on November 8th, uh, that evening when the when the the tallies started coming that was awesome wasn't that i mean as you watched it as you saw our country start to turn red <laughs> i was so excited i was so excited because i saw god's hand in it well you know the one thing that god did with this was it was i was telling my friends that were there in our in our home that night. I said he's not just going to win, where it's going to be um, something where it's going to get debated or there's going to be a recount. He was going to win convincingly, but it wasn't him. It was going to be God showing the enemy of how light always overcomes and prevails over darkness. Oh, I love this it. This was going to be the church's greatest hour, right now. Okay, we've had great hours. But we have entered into our greatest hour. And the analogy and the, and the visual that I get on it is, because we're, we're big football fans, and I, it's like, like you're, on the, you're on the one-yard line and it's first in goal, and there's just no way the enemy can stop you because the, the, the momentum is so powerful. And um, I'm so excited. Can I share a word with you I wrote in Absolutely. February 27th this year? Yep. On February 27th of this year. The Lord spoke to me and said, get ready for great change that is coming to this nation. For it shall come, and it will come quickly and gain momentum. And a sound that has been silent shall no longer be hidden. It shall come forth and travel like a wave across America. And you must trust that I'm fine-tuning this sound, for it shall be sharper than before. Prepare, for it shall come. And what happened was, through the course of 2016, like Donald Trump's popularity became so popular, he was the most talked about man in the world. And he wasn't even the president. And the Lord was just showing me this throughout the, throughout the season. Um, and then on, on February 17th, the Lord spoke to me and said, And the Trump shall sound, and it shall be heard throughout America. But we knew this, though. Um, Lisa, can I share with you something? The, the Lord was speaking to the prophet 10 years ago about this. Just 10 years ago, the Lord had already been speaking about this. But here's the thing. People weren't listening. And that was the, that's the thing about the body of Christ is they don't listen. Is they get caught up in the natural things of this world, and they make decisions based on the natural of what's in it for them, and fear keeps them and allows them to, to uh, make decisions or to respond not in the way of the Lord. And um, it's, it's just, and we see it in the Word of God. Why do you think the Lord put in so many different stories in the Word of God about how sons like the prodigal didn't listen to his dad and took a step out and walked away? Because why? It wasn't meeting his expectations, so I'm going to try to do things, something on my own. And so now we're in a situation, in a scenario, and season, where the Lord now is reestablishing the, 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 the heart of people and the voice and bringing them back together. And unfortunately, Lisa, some are coming back and some are not coming back. Yeah. And, that, and as much as we're in an amazing, amazing time, there is going to be literally a separating of the, uh, the wheat and the tear. Yeah, I, I definitely see that. I see it, and more importantly, I sense it. And it's sad because there are going to be, uh, just, just from some of the things that, that I have seen, um, there have been so many people who they they bought into the lie. They 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 didn't, you know, they didn't seek the Father in in some of the things. And I'm not trying to judge people. Please don't misunderstand that. But mm-hmm. but it's like you know we can sit there and we can play church or we can start to become the church. Those are our choices. Right. So you know I I feel the playing is over and it's time to get serious. And it's time for we are um... yeah in a very serious time right now, um, the, the prophetic alignment that God is going to use this man 
Um, I've never, I've, in all the years that I've, I've seen this come and go, I've never been more spiritually um, in tune with this than ever. And that's simply because I know in my spirit something radical is going to take place. I know this man's going to be president for eight years. I know that. Okay. Um, that, that's just a given. It's, nothing's going to change it because God already has a plan um, uh, that he's going to unfold. And you never know. It could be the next 16 years yeah. that, this, that this team has. Um, the, 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 the spiritual uh, climate right now of what I'm seeing is so strong. Um, that there's nothing that's going to come against it. The enemy is literally, um, you know, the, oh, come on, come on, God. The enemy is so right now at bay um, because, you know, the enemy is not all-knowing. So he doesn't know what tomorrow brings, right? Yes, he's not omnipotent. And he's completely confused of what has taken place because he doesn't, he, there's nothing forecasted with him. He doesn't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So he was expecting, you know, the other candidate to win. He was never expecting this. See, he doesn't know in advance. He doesn't allow him to know his plan. And uh, there's such an amazing, there's such an amazing uh, uh, spiritual uh, dynamic in the air that's going on. It's very, very, it's surreal. That you just feel uh, the atmosphere. There's, there's, there's such beauty in it. But here's the thing. You see, he is a perfect example of, like I said, of law and order, not just for people, not in the natural, but in the spiritual realm. Because this is a man that doesn't operate in fear. This is a man that operates in wisdom. He knows how to get things done. And this is a man that he's not intimidated by anybody. And that's the way the church was supposed to be. Now that's no a word. Fear, <laughs> that's a absolute word. faith. And we're not intimidated by anything. Right. And he's a perfect example. He's a spiritual example of what the church is going to be and what the church has already started to be. Well, you know and, what? Uh, I'm very excited about that. What's really interesting is during the Olympics, I noticed something. I noticed that we dominated in the water. We dominated. And I said that this was a prophetic announcement that that there is going to be such a move of the Holy Spirit through because and if you looked at it, like we got so many more trophies than anybody else. Like we we really kicked some butt in the Summer Olympics. We really did. And right. and it, it I just saw it as a foreshadowing of what was going to come to our country, that there is going to be such a turn of of how other countries see us how they're not going to look at us as the underdog, but they're going to see us with such almost like like when the um when the Israelites, you know, there were other nations that were seeing the Israelites and they were like, oh my gosh, they're protected. We can't go after them because their God protects them. And that's what I, I see is coming to America. That no matter how much the people say, well, we don't want God, that that remnant has rised up and said, no, we want God. And in fact, he has established himself here that is completely um completely true and that is a and completely accurate and those are all see those are all little just little gifts little signposts of what's the common you know what was his what was his uh his slogan he said what is make america great again right yes that's his slogan and when I heard that slogan the first time, I was immediately brought into Second Kings four. Immediately. And we know about the Shunammite woman, right? Uh-huh. And the Shunammite woman, as soon as the story begins, it talks about how the prophet goes to Shunam where he meets a great woman. Right? And the and the Lord makes it very clear in all the translations that he calls her a great woman. All right, and that represents something that has been struggling, something that has been uh, physically struggling, emotionally struggling, financially struggling, naturally, so everything's struggling. And all of a sudden, the end of the story is something amazing comes out of it. All right. And, you know, it, it was, it, it's such a perfect story of how, where our nation, especially with the church, because right now, up until November 8th, 
the, the American church, okay, are the, the spirit-filled, non-denominational, charismatic, whatever denomination you're part of, absolutely lacking in power and authority. A little bit here, a little bit there, but not really being what they're called to be. And intimidated, not speaking what they're supposed to be speaking, afraid of all areas. And all of a sudden, something something shifts. God puts in a person that can literally change that, literally overnight if you want. And gives us a sign that something is about to take place where, you know what, you're going to take the place and you are going to, you're going to be put in a position where actually now the church is going to be the role model for the nation. I believe it. Because the prayers of the saints have been heard. And there was the power of prayer. And that's what I said in, 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 you know, in the video. Uh, I took a video before the election, a day or two before, and I spoke to the body of Christ and said they need to listen to the same voice. And when, when we, like I said, when we're in, operating in the same voice, things happen, God moves, and all of a sudden we move forward and we search forward. Next thing you know, we're taking over stuff. And um, that's what took place on November 8th. God took over a nation. Amen. And it was very clear. Amen. I mean, that's, and I think that's the exciting part. Because, like, I mean, we're, we're, we're coming close to Christmas. And everybody, there's an excitement in the body. People are like, I want to decorate. I, I, I just, I can't wait any longer. Like, there's, there's such a building excitement in our spirits that we think it's just for the holidays, but it's not. It's that we feel, we feel God's presence. We feel the excitement and we just want to start to celebrate it. And I think that's like, that's so exciting. I think that's the best part of this is because we are going to have many, 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 many years of excitement. Because as we start to see God move in, as we start to see his hand start to cover over our nation, as we start to see the protection and the provision, as we start to hear the prayers that get answered, because that's what I believe has happened. He actually, he brought me into a vision back when, uh, back in Orlando with the shootings. And I, I actually had this vision that Jesus took me up and he took me up over the United States of America and, and he was holding my hand and I saw this big, 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 big dark cloud and I saw it and, and he just looked at me and he smiled and he goes, watch this. And it went, and that cloud moved. It just, and it was huge. And it moved over Central America like over the United States of America, but over the central part of America. And it just moved and blew up. And then all of a sudden I saw this sun, this light beaming down on our country. And I went, yes, yes, that's, mm -hmm. that is. So that was something because it's, it's always darkest before the dawn. And, and, and let me just ask you, like, what, why is it that people, even up until today, I heard that there was a woman who is still uncontrollably crying. <laughs> and no, I'm not laughing at her. Please don't misunderstand that. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, I'm listening to these things that I'm like, there is something so much more that we're not seeing. Why are people so visibly shaken and upset that they can't seem to get over it? I believe that there's something more. Well, I'll tell you what, the, uh, the answer to that regarding the body of Christ, and I believe that's what you're talking about too, yeah? Yes. Um, the body of Christ, um, if you're that shaken, um, I will boldly say that you have a serious intimacy issue with Jesus, um, that you are not putting your trust in Him. Um, because simply, Lisa, um, there's always going to be things in our life that don't come our way, and there's always going to be stuff that rubs us the wrong way. But how are we supposed to respond? What did Jesus say? He said, oh, there would be trouble in this world, wouldn't he? He said, but I've overcome the world. There's always going to be trouble. But as believers, we don't put our what our trust in chariots and, our, and horses. We, don't, we put our trust in the Lord. The Lord told us not to worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry for itself. You know, there, we cannot, first of all, I, I've said this so many times with so many people. I've said, you know, an individual like President-elect Donald Trump, he's not literally 
the individual that's going to dictate your destiny completely. The Lord dictates your destiny. At the end of the day, is this man going to stop who you are? No. But why do we put so much stock, and why do people get so messed up simply because they've gotten so caught up in a system where they've been literally running the race and controlling their own life? And they're afraid that now it's going to change, things are going to change, you know, it's not going to be my way anymore. And the problem is they've never yielded their flesh and, and yielded their own will convincingly to the Lord and lay down their life. Because I tell you something, Lisa, this is where at the end of the day, as we get closer to his return, you're going to see who really knows him and who really does it. Because he also says in the Word, you know, that not everyone that calls me Lord is saved, Lisa. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very, very powerful statement, and you don't ever hear that preached in churches today. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, and because people are scared to death to say something like that, because if they did, they'd probably have half their church run out of the building. But the thing about it is, the Lord is ta- he's, he's he's trying to get our attention that. That you need to hear, you need to hear my voice, and you need to be sensitive to my Holy Spirit, because if you're not being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, then then who are you listening to? And then whoever you're listening to, why are you listening to that voice, and why are you discerning not properly? You know what I'm saying? That's a very serious thing. So when a dad speaks, you need to be able to know it's your dad. Right. If you don't know it's your dad and, you, and it's some other person, there's a serious problem. Then you're not going to know what road to go down. You're not going to know who to vote for. Then actually you're voting for the wrong person. And isn't that where it just ends up with the word I said earlier? At the end, in the last days, they'll call evil good and good evil. Yes, and that's because what's happening. They're completely, they're completely deceived. And they're actually believing that this is God. And this is not God, and this is where my heart is right now. This is my heart for the body. And I've always had a desire to help the body engage and be one. Is that there are so many beautiful, beautiful people out there that love God that are not hearing His voice, and they're completely Can Can you repeat that again, John? Because I think you broke up that last part, that, that they are not hearing His voice. I said, there's so many beautiful people out there that love God, but they're not hearing their not hearing His voice, but they're completely convinced they are. And then that's where you have disunity, and that's where 50% of the church votes for one person, and 50% of the church votes for another person, and that and then we're praying, like I said, praying for an awakening and a movement in our in, in our land. And we've got children that can't determine, they can't discern which voice they're hearing. And in alignment with the Word of God, which says there's a great deception that will come on me in the last days. It's a plan of the enemy for the, for the, for, for the enemy to, to block and put a smoke screen in the ears and in the eye gates of believers to think they're actually hearing the right thing, but they're not. That's why the Word of the Lord also says, the Bible says that they'll say he's over here and they'll run over there, and he'll say that he's over there and they'll run, and people will not be hearing for themselves. That's why it's so important today, especially in the prophetic office, that the prophets are helping people hear the voice of God, not just telling them what direction to go in. That is, the, that is such a good word because that is so needed. That is so needed. And but but the other thing, like you started to say, is that, you know, if you know your father's voice, you obey your father's voice. But more importantly, if you know your father, if your father gave you strange instructions, you would say, wait, that's not my dad. That's right. And I think. Isn't that pretty simple, though? You know, how does a baby know it's mom's voice right in the womb? Yep. Yep. Right? Yeah. And that child is not having a conversation with that mother. That child knows that voice simply because it's listening and it's not distracted. That's good. That's the key. That's good. Yeah. The body of Christ is distracted. Yes. They're pulled in so many different directions. And what is the enemy? 
here, I've said it before, I might have said it on your show before, but the two things that the enemy goes after the most is the heart and the mind. He tries to kill the heart with all types of disease, and he tries to kill the mind. And the heart, our heart is an amazing representation. You know, we know the Word of God. It talks about the heart of David, knowing the Father intimately. And then the Bible talks about having the mind of Christ. Because when you have the mind of Christ, you have access to amazing supernatural victories. How could we how could we have the mind of Christ and not be able to discern the voice of God? It doesn't mix. It doesn't there's something wrong with that theory, isn't there? Yes. And and, and if we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we've got to be hearing the right voice. Well, don't you believe that in this next season, I'll call it a season, that 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 our father is truly wanting to instruct the rest of his children to hear their father's voice, actually some for the very first time. And more importantly to say, guess what? He really does speak. Because <laughs> there That's are correct. still people who do not believe that he speaks to you. And that that always breaks my heart. Because why wouldn't it's a father who loves you want to talk to you? That's the most amazing thing about our relationship with our father. Is our relationship with with the realm of communication. There's nothing more beautiful than it, is is hearing the voice of God. And um, whether it's an audible voice, whether it's a, ch- a touch, whether it's a breeze, whether it's a tug on the heart, whatever he chooses to do, that's the most, the most amazing thing. You know, and, you know, Lisa, that's, that's what the Lord has been trying to get our attention for 2,000 years plus, is his children hearing his voice. You know, and he says that. You know, they, Mike Pence, you know, the, 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 the vice president-elect, those words, he said, you know, before even the election, that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, repent, I'll hear from heaven and heal their land. He's not talking to the lost, Lisa. He's talking to the church. He's talking to the church of how does believers repent and turn from their wicked ways? It's a very simple rule. Repenting and turning from your wicked ways is you're, you're making your own decisions. So, and and you're, you're doing things that it's not according to what I'm asking you to do. So basically what you're doing is you're, you're responding to someone else's voice and you're not responding to my voice. And that's where you turn. You humble yourself, and why do people humble themselves? They humble themselves because they acknowledge the fact that, you know something? I messed up. I need to humble myself. And I realize that, you know what? What's, what, what, what's coming out of me is not, what, is not what God's, what he has inside of me. And I'm not listening to the right voice. And that's it right there. Humble yourself. Turn from your wicked ways. How do you tell Christians to repent? They'll tell you. Oh, we already repented. God already saved us, you know, on the cross. Turn from your wicked ways, and I'll heal your land. And I believe, Lisa, we've come into that season. I believe we're two weeks in, man. We're, this is the most amazing time, the most amazing time on the planet. I am so excited. I've been praying for years and years and years for a stirring in our nation, and we're finally seeing. You know what's crazy about this whole thing is the fact that, that, you know, I'm, I've been pumping so, so much in, in the church through social media and such of encouragement that people get, people get mad at your encouragement because you're encouraging them. And they don't even want to hear encouragement. So, but it's, it's an amazing time. I'm happy. I'm excited for what's going on. And you know what, man? I'm just, I'm, I, it's like a curtain rose. You know, and you're at a nice Broadway show, man. It's electric. And I believe we're in the most dynamic supernatural time in the church's history. I totally agree with you. And I'm super excited. As I said, I've said excited, I don't know, on this show. I've said it so many times because really that's the only word I can say. Because there's nothing else that really explains how I feel except excited. Because there is something that is coming that is so big, that is so massive, that people, if you were to tell it to them, they'd be like, there's no way. But guess what? It's coming. 
And I just it's like, coming. yeah. And just like you said, you, you said that, you know, people better prepare because, you know, this, they're this shaking and, and it's already started. It started with the shootings. It's it started that, and and it's almost like the dark is getting darker, but the light, the light is starting to get brighter. Because well, it's um, it's um, I know we're getting short on time, but I'm I'm going to share with you a couple nuggets real quick. Sure. That I believe is that's very very um, important and serious. One is um, I'm also a chaplain for our police department. You're, and a, you're a chaplain. I speak into a lo- I'm a chaplain for our police department mm-hmm. in our community, and I speak um, into a lot of law enforcement officers' lives on social media, from coast to coast. And um, and some uh, are believers, some aren't believers, but you just pour into them. You just pour into them, um, you know, because of what they're going through and what we see in our nation. But I'm going to tell you what that's also a spiritual sign of. What it's it's all you know a prophetic sign of how the enemy because law enforcement represents authority and the enemy was doing everything he possibly can to remove authority and to shut down authority and to replace it with anger and bitterness and you see that's about to come to an end significantly and the Lord even told me that that um, just over the course of the next two months that something significant was going to take place over the next two months as this year came to a close. And I wrote about it, um, that even into the month called December, and I wrote, actually wrote about it today. And what, it says, watch and see what the month called December brings for a strange occurrence will come, for one that is not expected will suddenly come and join at the hip of the other, that an unequaled strength shall accompany these that seek wisdom and fear nothing. And uh, it's, very, it's very, very, very surreal. But the Lord also spoke to me about, about his house. And this is what I wrote a couple days ago on the 20th. And the Lord came to me, and I don't really write a lot about that. The Lord doesn't really, um, you know, even my wife asked me, she goes, wow, that was pretty strong. And I'm like, you know what? When the Holy Spirit speaks, speaks to me, I, I share and I release what he said. And that word was, you know, who defiled my house, who, who dared defile the sacred things. For you who have corrupted my church, you will see the destruction of things that come. For you see the worm eat the blessing that came your way. For in its time you shall see the delinquency of things to come. For the favor has been lost, and for which was given has been taken away. And we know the Word of God says that He's the Lord thy God, He giveth and taketh away. And we're right now in a place where, where those that are, that are in the way of God, that are not operating with the, with the reverence of God, and that's the other thing, is, um, is, is this whole thing, this whole election was, is, is all also also centers around the reverence of God, which means, Lord, I want what you want. I don't want what I want. And we're coming into a season, as you're going to see, in November and December. Finally, finalizing this month, going into next month, going into January, but more December. And then going into January, you're going to see specific things come down. And you're going to see certain things fall apart and certain things Literally, Lord's going to raise his hand and take his hand off, and the grace is going to be removed. And things are going to be that was that were no longer. And you're going to see something very significant. But there's going to be an incredible blessing, an incredible surge of favor that comes forth in the month of December. You're going to see it before the before the, the Christmas Day comes, where something aligns itself and reveals itself, and then we'll start a fresh January one. Wow. That's that's a word. That's a good word. Like that and I, I think it goes back to what you say. When you know your father, <laughs> when you really know your father, you don't worry. Like when there's a spanking coming, you know he's not it it's not intended for you. Because you know your father. Amen. And I think that's that's something that needs to be done. It so needs to be done because even God has spoken to me about certain things that need to be addressed. Like there, there have been plans that God has given to his children that when they've gone to leaders, the leaders have said, no, that's not God. You missed it. That's not God. He wants you to do this. And it was never, it was never from God what they were saying. But because of their authority, they, they had that person step away from a destiny that God had given them. And he said, no more. 
But that was said to me. Right. That was said to me a while ago. And he and he talked to me about it. And he said that I have given my children plans and destinies. And because of bad leadership, they have walked away from them. And it's not the child's fault. It's the leader's fault. That's right. Because the leader should have known better. That's right. And and I think what you're what you're describing which is going to be a blessing. And, and as you were talking and sharing that, John, what I started to see was that scripture where it says the transference of, the, of wealth from the wicked to the righteous. That's exactly, as you were telling that, sharing that word about defiling the house, that's what I started to see. I saw the things that are going to come down, but I saw the things that were going to rise up. That those who think that they have the, have the power will be powerless. And those who didn't have any power will become mightier because of God. Anything that's not, anything that's not completely focused on Jesus. Absolutely. If there's any focus on you, and you draw attention to yourself, and you don't preach the kingdom, the kingdom of God, with sincerity, honesty, truth, and reverence, by 2017, what God would have given you will be taken away. Oof. Oof. Wow. Wow. That just, that hits. That hits. That hits hard. And that was a very, it was a sobering word. It was. Yeah. And my, my spirit groaned. Yeah. And, um, and it was, and it's, 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 I'm not happy. It doesn't make no. me happy when I hear that. But as what God has called me in the office that he's called me, and I have to say it. Yep. Because if I don't, then I'm accountable. That's right. That's right. But so I really appreciate it. And it's all, you know, Lisa, it's awesome to be on this show, and, you know, you've given us the opportunity to, to share the word of the Lord with us. Absolutely. And I, and I just wanted, to, before, before I let you go, if people want to get in touch with you, John, how can they go ahead and do that? Well, they could go to our website, which is just johnnatale.net, N-A-T-A-L-E dot net, but also they can just go on Facebook and they can just type in my name and uh, our ministry name as well, John Natale Ministries, and we spend um, a lot of time. Uh, everything that we do um, is on social media, and, um, you know, a lot of times today, Lisa, people don't even go to websites anymore. They don't even just go to websites. They'll spend more time on Facebook or social media, whatever they want to do, um, but not on re- websites, and we found that more people are actually contacting us through through Facebook, and we're actually doing our meetings live on Facebook Live because it's so cool. Yes. Um, but they can reach out to me, you know, uh, on our Facebook page. They can, you know, um, they can message us. They can they can respond to our stuff. And you know, if there's ever a prayer request or, or, or you know, they have a question, they're always going to get an answer. You know what? You know what's going to you know what's really cool, Lisa, is if they ask a question. And this is, and I'm just, you know what? Now I got my my my, my spiritual. Uh, you got your preaching, my antennas preaching are shoes on. Moving again, all of a sudden. <laughs> um, I have. I'm just. Can I be straight with you? And I'm sure. going to speak this as as a prophet speaking it. If you're if you're called into a ministry capacity, and you are especially in a prophetic office, and somebody's asking you a question, and they're at, want your insight, and you have somebody else answer that question for you, um, you need to really con- consider what's going on. Um, Simply because, you know, you cannot be an untouchable and you can't be an unreachable. Um, because, you know, when I have a question to God, he answers. And uh, when I want to sit on his lap, he says, come on up, get up. Um, so this is one thing I just felt in my spirit. You know, whenever there's a question, whenever they have a concern, or you know, even people challenge me, I'm the one who's going to answer them. Um, it's not going to be someone else answering for me. Um, so I don't believe in that stuff. So I just felt like I was supposed to say that. Um because I believe the realm that the, also the, the operation of the untouchable or the unreachable is over. I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah. 2017 ministries that operate like businesses shall not be operating any longer. Yep. If you put any focus on yourself and you, and, and you are trying to create something to become famous and rich, that is, it'll be gone before you even saw it. Wow. Um, 2017 is a year of humility. And, <laughs> you, and God would, will put you in a place where he will humble you. Wow. If he has to, um, because he humbled somebody very, very quickly on November 8th. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And we knew that person got humbled so greatly that that person couldn't even come out and address her own crowd. Yep. Um, because she was so humbled. Um, and right now, the body of Christ needs to get their get in their place. And those that are in leadership has to recognize that God's not impressed with your leadership, and He's not impressed with your title. He's not impressed who you are. He's not impressed with how many words you release either. Um, he's impressed by obedience, and He's impressed with transparency and humility. And just you're just another name and just another voice. And um, come on, God. And uh, He just wants to use you the way He wants to to use you to be a, a voice. Uh, you know, uh, an amazing light in a dark place. But I'm just, I know I'm speaking to somebody out there, but I know it's super critical in this hour that the body of Christ, the, the church in 2017, is going to have a whole new faith. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And it's it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's not a scary thing. Amen. It's a beautiful thing because people will now be trained and will be instructed Amen. to continue. So instead of having just one mega preacher, you're going to have many, many mega preachers because it's Amen. about starting to multiply and sending out. It's not about sitting in wow. pews. Yep. So, Amen, man. That's awesome. Well, it's been an awesome night, man. I really appreciate Absolutely. you and, and what you're doing for the gospel and and I hope we can do this real soon. Absolutely. And, and John, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I know time is short, and I, I thank you so much for delivering those words, for being obedient. I know that it's blessed me, and it's definitely put um, it, it's definitely put some things into my spirit that, that definitely need to be prayed about, because that's one of the things that we need to do, is we need to pray for each other. So I just bless Amen. you and your ministry and your family, your beautiful family. Um, remember, guys, if you want to get in touch with John Natale, you can find him on Facebook. You can find him. He does Facebook Live videos. You can also go to his website, johnnatale.net. That's right. Is that right? Amen. That's okay. Right. I said it right. <laughs> okay. And um, and thank you so much, John, for, for coming on the show. I thank truly you, appreciate it. Absolutely. Guys, you guys I are a blessing, man. You keep going, you man. You, you keep fighting the good fight. You're doing an awesome thing for the kingdom. Oh, thanks. Thanks. This has been so much fun. So guys, I hope that this has blessed you because it's definitely has blessed me. This has just been so such a great time. We're getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. Remember to be thankful and, and love each other. Just be, you know, so gracious to each other this holiday season because family is important and it's important to God. So just be kind to Amen. each other and respect each other. So thank you so much, John, again. Thank you guys for listening. Just remember to go out and touch someone. Good night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>